pull over, lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Welcome to 2023, dear listener. So wonderful to have you with me, to have you still with me. Um, Or if you're new, welcome. Let's start this year here together. I am here to tell you today that there's a good reason why you are tired. (laughs) Okay. And I'm talking specifically about this new year transition and all of the messaging, all of the gifts, the pressures and inspirations that come with this time. I, to just, you know, let you into like my world. So I'm a human being like you over here, experiencing the transition, reflecting on my life, on my goals, what I'm letting go of from the year previous, what I'm looking forward to, all of those things. I, I really am someone who loves ritual and attention to these moments and passages of time, right? Um, as you know. And I'm also a coach. I'm also a writer. I'm also someone who is creating this podcast for you, my newsletter for my readers, you know, so I'm also thinking about how I can serve at these transitional times for others. And often my personal experience, obviously informs (laughs) a little bit of like how I'm serving you because I notice what's happening in my life, noticing what I'm noticing, and thinking about like, what is missing? What do I need to hear? What do the people around me need to hear? And go with my intuition on that. But I find myself around these times where it seems like there's a flood, a flurry, a surge of wonderful gifts in my inbox from other people that I follow and listen to and read. And um, it's like, these are the times where it's like, I feel like I don't want to add to the noise. And that's the phrase that comes up, although I don't even consider it noise because I've unsubscribed from, you know, anything I don't want to be reading. And I do that on the regular. I've really uh, curated my feeds. I don't I don't scroll through social media anymore, right? So this, I've taken a lot of actions to ensure that I enjoy what I have said yes to. Um, so, I mean, that's a great place to start if that's not something that you have done makes a huge difference in the day-to-day brain function, um, right? When you have fewer things to sort through, fewer decisions to make. But even when they're wonderful gifts, right? These are gifts that other people have, uh, they've taken the time to reflect. They've taken time to write me in letter. They've taken time to create a podcast. They've thought about it. They've researched it. I understand that because I also do it, right? I know that this is often like a real gift from their soul, right? To share this wisdom with me, with you. And and at the same time, you could have 12 people get you amazing gifts for your birthday and wrap them up in beautiful boxes 
But if they all come and hand them to you at the exact same time, as wonderful as the gifts are, it, you know, it creates a situation where you, I would imagine, right, I'm standing here and, you know, a dozen beautiful boxes, beautifully wrapped, filled with things I know I'm going to love from people who worked really hard to create something wonderful and gave this to me because they love to give and their gifts are wonderful and I have invited them into this party, right? It's all good. But when you, when it's all handed to me at once, I kind of short circuit, right? Like I have to look around and be like, well, which box? I only have two hands. <laughs> which box am I going to hold first? Which one is catching my eye? Which person arrived first? Um, I want to take all of them, but I can't unwrap all of them. And so it kind of like sends me into this, like, I can't do this all at once. Now I have decisions to make. And especially when you're making decisions between something that you love and something that you also love, something that you have subscribed to enthusiastically and something else that you've enthusiastically (laughs) subscribed to, this is actually quite stressful right? This is a very subtle thing, but it just makes sense when you think about like, if you have all your favorite foods on your plate or at a buffet, you you can't physically eat them all at once. It will take time. You have to start in order of something. You might not actually get to all of them, even though, oh, I really love that eggplant dish so much, but like, I just didn't get to it and I don't have space for it. And it's just not happening today. And that doesn't mean that that eggplant dish is not the best eggplant dish in the world. Um, (laughs) But these two things can be true at the same time, right? So if you are someone listening to this podcast, I am making up that there's something about these moments and reflecting on transitions in your life. There's something maybe about ritual, creativity, reflecting that you feel called to do. Maybe even some guidance of like, oh, I really, I love having a guiding word for the year. I love pulling a special tarot spread for the new year. Um, I love answering these same journal prompts every year and then reflecting back. Like whatever it is that you do, you can't do 20 rituals. <laughs> You're just making a career of new year rituals. It's going to take all month long. Kind of defeats the purpose, right? It's like when the when the activity or the tool is taking up all of the space and it becomes more about the tool than about what than about the project, right? Like if you're trying to build a treehouse and you're spending all your time with your hammer, (laughs) thinking about the hammer, fixing the hammer, creating a special holder for the hammer, talking to people about the hammer, journaling about the hammer. It's like you're not getting to the treehouse, which was the whole point of having the hammer, right? Your life, your relationship with yourself, the, the way you feel in your life as you with you is the point, right? And the rituals and whatever it is that I offer and that other people are offering you right now, maybe things that you have done for years that are starting to feel a little bit like a should, you know, even though you love them, but you're like, oh, I still haven't done that thing. I'm supposed to do it New Year's. I don't know when I'm going to have time. Like step back for a second because these things are supposed to serve you in your life and, and your energy. You know, I've spoken many times on this podcast about the lessons that I have learned that I have continued to integrate from the almost five years ago brain injury that I had or experienced and the earlier parts of that injury or the recovery rather, I really didn't have 
bandwidth for basic functioning stuff. So a lot of balls had to get dropped. And I learned, although I couldn't fully articulate it at the time, how much brain power is required for some pretty basic things, like things I took for granted for years, my whole life. But it's like, oh, just listening, just making a decision, just taking in visual information, aka standing with your eyes open, actually took a lot of brain energy. And when it's diminished so much or limited or required elsewhere, right? Like what I imagine is that like all that capacity that I used to have in the brain was like required to like get on the healing team and help heal this brain. And so they're busy fixing it and not busy taking in all of the like products on the shelf at the, at the grocery store. Like they're like, we can't spend time (laughs) sorting through all this stuff. We got a brain to fix. Right. And so I was left with this, like, I've only got this little bit of day. I need to be very discerning. So I'd made a lot of changes. It was painful as all get out, but it was like a lot of changes were just necessary to function. Right. I just literally did not have the capacity to take in and absorb information of all kinds, you know, sensory, intellect, all that, right? And so as I've gotten some more energy back and as this healing journey has like, oh, so grateful, has turned some real corners, especially in the last year here, I'm like, well, I don't want to go back to just being wasteful with that energy because now I've seen actually how much it takes for my brain to process the world around me and um, if I'm just flooding it with busy work to do that doesn't mean anything to me I'm just kind of wasting the juice right Um, so being it's been a a really difficult I don't recommend getting a a brain injury so don't go giving yourself one (laughs) for this fun lesson Um, just you know listen to my advice and implement that Um, (laughs) trust me you don't want it Um, but it was like so valuable in, uh, just remembering it's like, um, how to not be wasteful, how to be a lot more mindful with what I'm taking in and, and being so much more respectful and in awe of the works that our brains do every day, just existing in the world that we live in, particularly in this information age and the flood that is coming in constantly. And maybe flood is an exaggerated word. I think that's what I would call it if I'm feeling more overwhelmed, but it's definitely like a current, a river, a flow um, heading our way all the time, right? So you got to imagine it's like you've got this every day. If you're on social media, if you have an email account, <laughs> okay, you're just, you're getting information. You're getting information all the time, visually, pop-ups, sidebars, algorithms. So, you know, the feeds, the likes, the notifications, your brain is working all the time to be like, all the news stories, all the time, round the clock. And then you have a time like the holidays um, or the new year. And then there's this surge, right, of like reflections on that and how to deal with that and permission how to be there. And it's all really lovely, but it's like you just can't take it all in. And so I'm not saying don't do any of those things. I, I think what I wanted to share was my experience of this and to acknowledge that you don't need a brain injury to experience that this is, I just can't take this in, you know? I think one of the things that I noticed myself doing um, when being presented with information, whether it's a news story or a new book or a new image or any 
content, whatever that, and uh, that huge umbrella is my, the impulse that comes up is like, do I like this or not? Like in, you know, quotes, do I heart this or not? What do I think about this? Like it, it puts me into a state of voting constantly. You know, someone told me recently about some scandalous news story and my response, the first thought was, what do I think of this? What's my stance on this? Do I approve of this? When I had really no information, this is like, <laughs> I don't know how much this person read about the actual news story. And she's just basically telling me like an abbreviated version of a headline. We don't have any information, right? But emotionally, I was like, oh, like, what's my stance? How do I feel about this? And it's like, I actually don't have to have a stance <laughs> on any of that. Uh, certainly without more information. And then with this particular story, I was like, I don't even need to know the story at all. Like, didn't really affect anything, didn't affect how I might vote, didn't affect my anything at all. <laughs> it's just a, a human interest story that, you know, provokes a lot of discussion, but it really wasn't relevant. But I could see how my brain was kind of just getting hijacked by this and by this belief that, I had to decide how I felt about it immediately to have this conversation with this person who's sharing the story. This is just a tiny moment, but this is what used to happen all the time while scrolling, right? I see something, I read something, oh, you know, like you read something, it's inflammatory. How do I feel about this? Whatever. And just for every post, I couldn't, I mean, like, I think in some ways the experience of the brain injury because it it pushed me to step away first from Facebook and eventually from Instagram. And um, part of it was just seeing that like I was just short circuiting all the time. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Um, and now having taken space and having getting the energy back in my life, this attention a little bit more <laughs> to be able to do a little more functional things and recover from the recovery itself. Um I can ask that question is like, is that something that I, now that I have this precious energy back that I didn't know I was going to have, do I want to use that voting in my mind on a bunch of content that's just never ending, right? So I'm on a bit of a tangent, but that's happening daily, whether you're on social media or not, right? We just, we're constantly getting that. And so when you have this flood of, of beautiful things, it's like even I, I even got it like an email that was just about permission to not listen to all that stuff or to 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 just, you know, to just relax and take time for me, which is totally a very Danette brand, you know, vibe. Right. And even that, even a message of permission at that moment when I opened it, I was like, I can't. It was like I was just stuffed and someone's trying to give me the most beautiful peanut butter cup. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Even though it's wonderful, I can't. So I am sharing this with you in case you are in that state of confusion when you have a flood of wonderful things, of gifts, of beautiful essays, of audio, of podcasts, of reflections, rituals, whatever, invitations that are surrounding you right now in this transition of this new year, this new calendar year. Um, and you're, you're just feeling a little bit like this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, right? Um, decision fatigue is real. You don't have to vote on everything that comes into your inbox. 
You don't have to decide like, oh, should I read this one? Is this a good deal? Will this webinar be helpful? Uh, is this ritual the one I should do? Um, can I, do I have time for a new one? Like, oh, is this better than the other one? Like if you, know, if you notice yourself trying to find the right answer and just taking all the fun out of this moment, I invite you to do what I've been doing and to just lean back, to just stand still. The image that has been very fun and empowering for me around all of this is imagining that I've been on a dance floor and the DJ has been playing 2022. And whether that was a good beat or not, just stay with me. So the 2022 is going, you are dancing. You've been dancing for a while. It's been playing for 361 days <laughs> and you're like, going with the beat, you're feeling the groove, it's got a certain vibe, ba ba da ba. Then over the past few weeks, the DJ has started doing that little, oh, like dropping a little mix in, dropping a little sample in, just giving you those teasers of the song that's coming in. It's exciting, right? When you're dancing, you're like, oh, wait a minute, was that the beat from, oh, 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 I think I know what's coming up. And you're just like getting really excited about it. Or you just notice there's a change happening and you're like, okay, it's about to change. It's about to change. And you're kind of listening for it. But so far you're still in 2022, still dancing to that beat. And then it shifts, right? Then the new song plays. The DJ commits, finds a nice beat and it's like, boom, we're in some new vibe, right? To me, that's sort of like how the new year feels, right? Like as 2022, you know, we've been like dancing for a while. We're maybe getting a little tired of it. I was tired of 2022 last March. So <laughs> I was like, please drop a new track. Um, and when you start to hear it, you're kind of in that in between. You're still in 2022, but you know that it's coming down. There's times where I've been on a dance floor and that has happened and you can just seamlessly groove right in to the next track. Maybe because they're so similar, maybe just because whatever, it doesn't matter, but you can just keep grooving. And sometimes there's a pressure to do that. If like if you're dancing with a group of friends, you're all dancing, dancing. It's like, you're not just going to walk out as soon as the track changes, right? So you just keep going. But there's times where the music changes and it really feels different. And maybe you check in and be like, do I still want to keep dancing? Or do I know this song? Or it just takes you a little bit out of the body and into the room, noticing that there is change happening in the room, right? This is like noticing, oh, we are leaving a year behind. We are entering a new year. There's no right or wrong way to do all of this. What I have been doing and what I'm inviting you to do is you're allowed to stand still. Yeah, even on the dance floor, you're allowed to just stop <laughs> to lean back. You're allowed to go get a glass of lemonade. You're allowed to go pull your hair up off your sweaty neck. <laughs> you're allowed to just go find a chair. You're also allowed to just stay on the dance floor and just stand without moving. You can close your eyes and listen. Listen to what is happening in the music change Listen to what is happening energetically in the room around you. Sense the shift of the people. Sense the shift of the music. Sense the shift of the vibe. And notice how it feels for you. 
right? The DJ isn't your puppet master. They're there doing a great job or a terrible job or something in between, right? And <laughs> they can't please everybody. Lord knows that. Um, so, you know, they're there for you, but they're not deciding on your experience, right? They're providing some music. You get to decide how you want to respond to this. And standing still, I just want to stillness is to dancing what silence is to music you need the silence in the music you need the spaces between the notes it's what enhances the and creates and pulls together this piece of music right like you need the space you need negative space so that you can see what's the positive space right um you need the sky to see what's in the forefront, right? There's a relationship between these two things. It's not the absence, like the sky is an absence of mountain, you know, and silence is an absence of music. You know, space between a beat allows a buildup. It allows breathing room. It's the inhale and the exhale. So you being still right now means in, in the context of this um, transition into a new year, isn't that you're not doing anything. It's not that you've stopped participating. It's not that you're not even on the dance floor anymore. It's that you are pausing to listen. You're pausing and you're leaning out and you're like, who am I now? How do I feel right now? How does my body want to move right now? And you don't need to rush any of those answers because stillness on a dance floor is really striking a pose. Think of how powerful that is, right? Like how bizarre and powerful It is when someone just strikes a physical pose and has the audacity to hold it. They are holding it. They are standing still in some pose. Their arms are in some kind of shape. And they are allowing you to witness them. Or they don't give a shit if you're witnessing them. And they are just feeling what it's like to be in this shape. To have your body be still. When you're still, you can feel the music moving around you. Right? And you can listen to the rhythm and find your way back in. I think for all of us, this new year, you know, it's it's different. I know that my year last year <laughs> was pretty intense. Um, for other people, it wasn't. For some people, it's a year of incredible loss and struggle. For other people, it was the best year they've had in ages, a year of hope and change. And for some of us, it's a mix, right? It's a mix of both of those things at the same time, like a braid where maybe two parts of that braid were crappy and one part of that braid was joyful. Um, but you can't really separate all of it, right? It's like, this is it. So how the rhythms that we hear, it's not the same for every single person. It's about what you're hearing, what you want to respond to, um, what you're feeling about this transition, this shift from one music to another, from one dance into another, from one vibe, one energy into something new, right? It's okay to lean back. It's actually wonderful to listen, right? Have you ever done that where you're like dancing and another song comes on and like (laughs) you just kind of keep going and it's, you're just, you're not quite on the beat anymore. Maybe that's just me. Maybe you've got some real (laughs) sweet intuitive rhythm, but there's been some moments where I'm just like, I'm not sure I'm on the right beat here. I don't know. And it's instead of like, forcing my body to thrash around faster to find it sometimes it's nice just to again just stand still for a second find it 
and get back in there if you choose how you choose, right? So that is my that is my message about 2023. That is my invitation. You can also spend this entire year striking a pose, dear listener. There's power in this, right? There's power in holding steady. There's power in maintaining what you have built, what you have created. There's power in a commitment to um, consistency, right? Um, Because it's not just about standing still. It's building what comes from sustained consistency, right? I mean, if your goal was just to have, let's say, better sleep, it's one thing to have like, oh, I slept really great last night. But if you're looking at like a year of just, I'm just going to focus on sleep. I don't care if I accomplish anything this year. (laughs) I don't care what happens. I'm just sleeping or I'm just hydrating, right? But a year of hydrating can really change your life, right? It's like these little tiny habits that we change. It's so easy to get caught up in the, the sexiness of the big ones, you know, and have like a mix of those as well. But whenever I read about habit change and I'm reminded of like, if we were, if, if we could restrain ourselves from the allure of, you know, our culture's like praise of the big, you know, the glow up, the big transformation, the big visible thing that is like easily documented and celebrated out, you know, digitally, um, those little tiny things that we do can change the whole direction of our lives, can change the whole direction of our bodies and our relationships with them. Um, It can just secretly kind of open up space. Like the consistency creates this platform for those other dreams, those like wilder dreams maybe, to have like a foundation to stand on. So they're not instead of big dreams, it's all part of the same thing. And I think sometimes it takes bravery to focus on a the habit of consistency, to focus on standing still, to be brave enough to, to not dance when everyone is thrashing around you to listen, right? Because it's not popular and it's not sexy, right? It's a little mysterious. It can be mistaken for doing quote unquote nothing. How dare you? It's amazing. <laughs> do nothing it's one of the most difficult things to do right but like I think it takes so much courage to do those things to rest without it being about well I'm resting so I can be productive right I'm doing nothing because it's spiritual practice like the need to justify those simple consistent things that provide us with nourishment that provide us with a connection to our own lives and bodies to be able to hear our intuition to be able to decide and accept ourselves in those moments when we're not, you know, performing, right? When we're not getting the gold star every second, you know? I think that takes a ton of courage to do that. So if you're doing that, um, if you were doing that and judging yourself for it, <laughs> consider dropping the judgment part. Consider allowing yourself to wonder if like maybe actually you're being brave right now. Maybe actually not being back on track, not having a big, you know, flashy goal. Maybe that's you being more courageous than you've been in a long time. 
And maybe this is something to get curious about. You're allowed to strike that pose all year for the whole month of January for a day. And also, you're allowed to stop dancing whenever you want (laughs) to re-listen to the rhythm, right? To take a little breather, to just look around. Um, That was one of like when I used to go out dancing at nightclubs. That feels like a whole other lifetime ago. Um, But sometimes it was fun, obviously, to get lost in the dance and the music and be with friends or be alone. But sometimes it was just to be in the energy and to watch people and to see like the waves of people moving and the pulse of people moving and to connect with the my surroundings, right? The environment that I'm in that I am also a part of to look around, right? To connect with the bigger picture. Stillness allows you to do that. And who knows what bubbles up in those moments, right? If you would like to share a little moment of stillness with me and some other like-minded people um, and you maybe want to color with us, uh, I encourage you to go to Radical Creative Sanctuary slash color. That's color with a U-C-O-L-O-U-R. Consider joining Self Love Coloring Club if it feels good. (laughs) Don't feel like you need to come dancing over there. But um, it's also uh, just reminded me dancing and feeling the energy and coming in and coming out. Um, That's how it feels sometimes when we're doing our live coloring sessions together. Uh, Getting into the zone, filling in, you know, a little a little book or a little a little coffee mug or like whatever kind of image getting involved in the color and then just leaning back and noticing that you're surrounded by other people who are quietly coloring it kind of reminds me of like when I would take a break and watch people dance you know Um, coming in and out and experiencing that feeling of like I can take a break I can come in I can just sit here and be coloring for no reason other than it just feels good today so that's Radical Creative Sanctuary slash color, C-O-L-O, you are, dear listener, you are someone worth loving always, whether you're out there rocking it and dancing like it's nobody's, you know, <laughs> or if you're sitting back, if you're having a drink, or if you just stayed home, <laughs> you're allowed to do that too. Take good care of yourself. Be patient with this transition. Enjoy whatever rhythms are around you right now. It's interesting to listen because when you listen, you might notice some changes that are slowly being mixed into your life and they could be really, really fun. Take good care of yourself. We'll talk to you soon.